I took a poll on Instagram recently, and most people said their morning routines actually shift with the seasons. And this doesn't surprise me because mine change in subtle ways with nature's seasons as well, and depending on where I'm at in my menstrual cycle throughout the month. So I'm going to share with you my autumn slash winter rhythms, at least the ones that I'm currently feeling rooted in, that support my immune system and energize my body and mind. And hey, by the way, if we haven't met, I'm Jenny Holbert. As a holistic fitness and essential oil specialist, I am all about helping you live and sweat in sync with nature. Wild Wellness actually stands for Women Into Living Their Dreams because I hope that whatever I share helps you take care of your body so you can take all the adventures. So here's the Wild Wellness Podcast. So when it comes to morning routines, the one thing that I want to start by saying is that even though I'm talking about routines and rhythms and the things that we do consistently, that doesn't mean that they don't change. So as the seasons change, as different areas of our life call for changes in our schedule and in our self-care practices and what we need to do for ourselves, and even when we change things... It doesn't have to mean that we're trading out something that's not quote unquote good for something that is good. It could be something that's good, that's serving you well or did serve you well for a period of time or for a season, but now there's room for something else and it can evolve that way. And it doesn't mean you may not go back to that thing that you were doing, but I just think that sometimes around this conversation with routines and morning rituals and even just health in general, we get a lot of guilt or sort of this should in our minds about what we need to be doing, what's right to do, what's good to do. And I just want to remind you that good things can be swapped out for things that are better for that time. And it's not really about whether it's good or bad or better or any of that. It's more about what is aligned with you for that period of time and what that season might be inviting you into. So I know we're not all the same, but I love the morning time. I love waking up early, typically between 5, 6 a.m., and that doesn't change much with the seasons for me. So whether it's spring, summer, autumn, winter, I enjoy getting up early. The amount of light at that time of day is different, of course, in the summer. It is lighter much earlier, and in the autumn right now and dipping into winter, it's going to be those hours of darkness before you actually see the light, which I've actually really been enjoying and turned it into uh, just this feel-good time where even though it's dark, you know, I put on some dim lights and just get myself ready for the day in maybe some different ways than I was in the summer where I would go right outside and, you know, do some stretches outside while it was laid out. Whereas now I'm rolling out my mat inside with some soft lighting and just getting myself ready in that way. So I'll get into more of that and moving my body and what I like to do in different seasons and how that might look different. But early morning is my favorite time. So when I get up, then I head to the bathroom and splash my face with water, just 
plain water, no face wash or anything. And then I put my skin toner on, which is something that I make with witch hazel and a little bit of water. And I right now I'm using blue tansy, Roman chamomile, and ylang ylang essential oils. So I get a four ounce glass bottle. It's an amber colored or a blue colored bottle to keep light out from damaging the constituents of the essential oils. And glass is important too, to get away from plastic for multiple reasons. But anyway, four ounce glass bottle. I use five drops each of blue tansy, Roman chamomile, and ylang-ylang. And then fill it almost all the way full with witch hazel. Just add a little bit of water to top it off. And the reason I've been working with those three essential oils is because blue tansy is so calming to skin, whether that is breakouts on the skin or inflammation going on. Roman chamomile is similar in that it would help with redness and irritation or even dryness. And ylang-ylang is actually a nice cleanser for the skin. It helps to uh, actually regulate oil production as well, and it can have some regenerative properties for that top layer of the skin. So it also has a nice floral aroma. These three actually are really well combined as far as the aroma goes as well, which is important when you're spraying it on your face, you want it to smell good. And that's a side benefit as well. So after I put that on my hands, spray it on my hands and then just rub it on my face, it just feels so refreshing, a little bit cooling and love doing that. Then I get my copper tongue scraper and oil pool. So these are two Ayurvedic practices that help with detoxification, oral health, a number of other things, but those are kind of my two main reasons that I use them. And as far as the copper tongue scraper, you just use that to reach as far back as you can, scrape along your tongue. Feels so refreshing to do that. And then following that with the oil pooling, which in my mixture is coconut oil, with 60 drops total, 20 drops each of wild orange, peppermint, and clove. Currently, anyway, that's obviously what we're talking about is the current thing. So these could change along the way, and maybe I'll do something else in the future with other other ones. Uh, but this is in a four-ounce jelly jar, like a four-ounce mason jar. So coconut oil, wild orange essential oil, peppermint essential oil, and clove essential oil. And by the way, I will have the little recipes that I'm sharing with you and things that I mention in the blog notes that go along with this episode. So you can check that out wherever you're listening to this episode for the link. But that oil pulling mixture, I use the wild orange because citrus oils are known to help with whitening the teeth. Peppermint is just such a refreshing uh, flavor, aroma. It feels very good in the mouth. It's oxygenating. It really actually opens up your sinuses just from inside of being in your mouth. So I love that about it. feels very cooling. And also the clove, which is uh, so good for the gums and your teeth. And because of me wanting to work on uh, the health of my gums, that's just a really great one for me to turn to. And I also want to point out that I have a spice, a mint, and a citrus oil. So just the variety of essential oils in there, it was intentional as well. And also the balance of more hot oils and more cooling oils. So clove would be on the warming hot side, peppermints on the cooling side, just that combination of wanting to get a little bit of both in there. Next, 
I use my gua sha stone. Most mornings, anyway, I use this. Uh, and sometimes I'll couple that with dry brushing over the rest of my body. Uh, they have some similar benefits in that they are great for lymphatic circulation, but gua sha you do on the neck, shoulders, and on the face. And the dry brushing is uh, starting at the lower part of the body and working your way up. So I like to do that at times too. But with the gua sha, I actually apply the essential oil first. So I'll talk about that first and then I'll tell you more about the gua sha. The essential oil that I've been using is doTERRA's Yarrow Palm blend. So this is a synergistic blend of Yarrow essential oil and cold pressed pomegranate seed oil. And the main compounds in the blend here are punisic acid, which is an omega-5. There's beta-caryophylline and chamazuline. So these constituents naturally activate the skin-protecting proteins, so it inhibits the enzymes that break down elasticity and collagen in the skin with the added benefit of promoting collagen production. So yes to that. <laughs> and I put that all over my face, and that helps the gua sha stone to glide over the skin a little bit better. You can put it down on your neck too, of course. But the gua sha stone is great for lymphatic circulation. It reduces inflammation on the skin and in the tissues. And I just find it so nice for releasing tension in my jaw and in my neck and just in my face in general. So I don't know if you know this about your... Uh, sun sign in astrology, but I happen to be, my sun sign is in Aries. And so Aries often have a lot going on in the head. And just maybe that would be where issues can sometimes land. So for me, it just seems so important and it just always feels so good for me to release tension out of that upper part of my body, like from the neck up. <laughs> so this gua sha stone is just perfect for that. And I will, again, link or mention that in the, in the show notes. You can get these a lot of different places. Mine is a rose quartz gua sha. You can get jade stones as well and then see, um, you know, how you would use that. And maybe I'll do a short video on how I do that on my face as well. So look for that. I'll add that if I end up showing it that way. But if not, either way, you can find that a lot of places. And so that is the next part. And so that's kind of it in the bathroom. Moving on to the kitchen, I get a cup of warm water with Himalayan sea salt. And then I add a drop of lemon essential oil or sometimes like wild orange essential oil, basically a citrus oil. And so why do I do the warm water? Because warm water is better than cold water for your digestive system. That's another thing that I learned from Ayurvedic principles is that our digestive system does better with at least warm temperature. It doesn't have to be like tea warm or boiling water, of course, you wouldn't want hot water, but even just room temperature, slightly warm water is going to be better for your digestive system, get things moving, wake it up. And the Himalayan sea salt I add for all those great minerals, which are really good for your adrenals. And I'm typically tending to my adrenals, um, like most of the year, but lately I feel like they've needed some extra support. So I have incorporated that. I don't always do the sea salt, but again, this is my current morning routine and explaining why. So uh, the lemon essential oil or wild orange essential oil, like I said, any citrus oil, and those are usually one of my two picks. These are also supportive to healthy digestion and lemon is so great for 
cleansing, detoxification, supporting your liver in that way. So I get that in in the morning and it's just so much easier and has different benefits than lemon juice. So if you're someone who does lemon juice in your water, there's nothing wrong with that. You get different vitamins that way and of course, you don't get vitamins with the essential oils, but you could do both. And sometimes just it's much quicker of a practice for me. And if I'm traveling or, you know, short on time, it's just so much easier to do a drop of the lemon essential oil in there if I'm going for the cleansing benefits. If you're wanting to use the fruit juice for something else, then of course you could use both or one or the other. But for the cleansing benefits, I go to the essential oil and just on a side note, the essential oil comes from the rind, from the peel. So it's more like the, the zest that you would get. It's very different than the juice. Also in the kitchen, I have a diffuser set up where I put essential oils. And in this season, I've been focused on more of the immune supportive and respiratory oils. So eucalyptus, black spruce, litsia, which I talked about black spruce and litsia, by the way, on the recent monthly medicine episodes. So you can go back and listen to that if you want to learn more about those. And I also have been loving some doTERRA blends. One is called Harvest Spice. The other is On Guard. And I also use the Breathe blend, which is a respiratory blend. So Harvest Spice is a blend of cinnamon, clove, eucalyptus, cedarwood, cassia, and nutmeg. Cinnamon and clove are those warming and stimulating oils. They are actually both well-known for their immune-supportive properties. Eucalyptus is one that's clearing to the airways. It's purifying and cleansing, great for the respiratory system. Cedarwood actually has sort of a balance of more of a grounding and calming aroma to it and more of that effect in the body. And so it's a nice balance with more of those um, heated oils like the cinnamon and clove and cassia. And really those spicy oils like the cassia, nutmeg, cinnamon and clove, I feel like they're the classic fall scent. <laughs> so it just smells so much like the season to have those going. I love being able to have those in the diffuser and know that not only is it making the space shift in its aroma and just the energy of it, but also so many great health benefits for the immune system and the respiratory system. So On Guard is another blend that I mentioned. It has wild orange with cinnamon, clove, eucalyptus, and rosemary. So same on the cinnamon, clove, and eucalyptus as Harvest Spice, but the On Guard blend has wild orange, which can be calming to the nervous system, but also energizing to the mind and rosemary is actually wonderful as a cleansing oil, but it happens to be more of a stimulating one for the mind as well. And lastly, I move my body in the morning. So as I kind of mentioned a little bit earlier, during these darker and colder months, I ideally, my preference is to run, bike, hike, strength train. All the things that I'm doing are outdoors. I love being outside no matter what the weather. <laughs> so typically I would love to do that late morning, not first thing early on because it's dark and colder. And so if I have a chance to with the way my schedule is, which was the time it does work out that way, since I can be flexible in that to go late morning, that is my preference. Whereas in the summertime, I was getting out as early as possible because I 
wanted to get out before the heat and I had garden things to do. So I wanted to get all of that in before the sun hit and it got really hot. So just a little bit different seasonal variation in my personal preference and in my life, which I know everyone's different and maybe your schedule doesn't have that kind of flexibility and you'd have to go out in the morning when it's dark or you have to go later when it's dark or whatever. So I totally get that. And, you know, sometimes our schedules aren't ideal in that way. And I think one of the most important things that we need to ask ourselves is why we're doing what we're doing and what's important about it to us. Like, is it important that we continue to do that activity or maybe do we want to change it up for the season? Do we want to do something a little different, maybe half and half, do a little in the morning, a little at night to break up the time that we actually need and maybe we can get into some more daylight? Who knows? Anything is possible. And I just want to remind you that you can switch things up. Things can change and seasonally you can still have the goals that you have and do the things that you want to do, but maybe adjusting it in a way that is better serving your body. Or sometimes it's just about doing the thing that we didn't do in the other season, but maybe we get used to it the more that we do it. I know I had that experience with wanting to get up even earlier in the morning. I kind of had gotten into a rhythm of getting up at a certain time. And when I wanted to get up earlier so that I had those extra hours to just live life and do the things I wanted to do, it took some adjusting, you know, it took adjusting, getting to bed a little earlier and just that sort of messy middle of getting used to it and for my body getting used to it. So allow yourself the time to shift that around with whatever it might be. And right now I'm talking about the workout and the time of day that you do it, but just be willing to take a look at that and consider that depending on what time of year it is, that maybe shifting the time of day that you do it would serve you better. And so back to the morning time, I like to roll out my yoga mat first thing, no matter what, and stretch or sometimes do more of a full practice if that's kind of my main thing that day. And I've actually really been exploring breath work a lot more lately. So that's something that I always do really no matter what the season, it just is the amount of time that I do it might vary depending on the season or what's going on that day. But I've got to get my body moving in the morning <laughs> just to get stretching and just feel good because normally after that, I'm sitting my butt at the computer and doing my work. So it just feels good to do a little bit of movement right away and work for a bit. And then that's why I like that workout that I do more of my, um, typically my main thing that I'm doing a longer bout of something a little bit after like late morning, because then I've been working for a few hours and it's just nice to break it up before I come back for more work. So I mentioned breath work and one of the places that I go for practices like this is the insight timer app. They have meditations. I actually saw recently they have live classes now too. So one place that you can explore breath work, and there may be other practitioners out there that you could connect with as well. And I also love doing essential yoga with Stephanie Smith, who has online classes a couple times a week. I'll link to her website too in the show notes, of course. But yeah, just got to get my body moving and feel good that way. And there is one more thing, actually. What am I eating in the morning? Totally forgot to tell you about what I'm nourishing myself with when I was talking about my warm water with sea salt and lemon. So after I drink that up, 
I have hot water that I've boiled to make my morning elixir. And oftentimes that is matcha. So I'll take powdered green matcha and a scoop of grass-fed collagen. I use vital proteins and a little bit of stevia to sweeten it. I use my little froth mixer and mix that up and then top it off with just a little bit of coconut milk, makes it creamy, so good. I love that a lot of times. But the other elixir base that I've been using more so in the autumn and winter is chaga. Chaga is a mushroom and I actually get dried chunks or dried powder that then I put in the crock pot with water overnight and then it's ready and warm in the morning and I usually make a batch of it that'll last me for about the next five, seven days or so. And that'll be the base. So my chaga tea is the base and I'll still do the collagen and a little bit of uh, stevia to sweeten it up with a little bit of coconut milk. So that is what I've been into lately and it just makes me feel really good to have that pretty shortly after I get up within the, within the half an hour of waking, I would say. And oftentimes then I'll do, you know, a little bit of the yoga or the stretching that I'm doing and then have oatmeal with some apples chopped up. That is something I typically wouldn't have in the summer, but that I've been having more in the autumn. And when I have my oatmeal, I'll either do overnight oats with steel cut oats, or I will just cook my oats there in the morning and I'll put the raw apple in so that it gets cooked just a little bit. So I'm not eating just the raw food. Again, that's another Ayurvedic thing with just serving the body better in those colder seasons with uh, warmer foods and slightly cooked foods. So oats, apples, I add cinnamon and a little bit of salt, uh, sometimes a little bit of honey, sometimes chopped up dates, hemp seeds, whatever I'm feeling like putting in there, usually some combination of some seeds or nuts and um, healthy fats and things like that. And I forgot to mention when, when I make my chaga tea, I love adding that on guard blend that I was talking about using in my diffuser. So yeah, with doTERRA essential oils, you can use them as dietary supplements. You can ingest some of them if the plant is safe to take that way. So not all of them, but check the bottle. And with OnGuard, you can take that internally. So the clove and cinnamon, great antioxidants, good for balancing blood sugar, wild orange, great for digestion, just so many benefits there for the internal use. And you're getting the immune supporting benefits too. Or I will, if I don't add the OnGuard, I will do cardamom, which is also a great digestive aid and just so yummy in the chaga. So cardamom and chaga is a good combo if you're looking for some inspiration there. So you probably noticed something about my morning routine, and this is something I've mentioned a couple times, but it's variety. And of course it changes because the seasons change and lots of things change in what we're doing in our lives. So if you've heard me talk about my morning routine in the past, maybe things were different and there's a reason for that. So like I said before, it's important for these things to evolve and not get stuck in a routine that doesn't serve us well anymore, even if it's good things, even if we're like, well, I'm doing the workout, I'm doing the meditation, I'm doing whatever it might be that you're checking off that list of things that you think are quote unquote good things, just allow it to evolve, allow it to ebb and flow with the seasons and see what else you might be able to explore. 
And the other thing you probably noticed about my morning routine is that I use essential oils, <laughs> like in just about everything. And I love being able to work with these plant extracts. If you've heard me talk about them before, you know that, and you know that I'm an essential oil specialist and wellness advocate with doTERRA. But if you're wanting to bring essential oils into your life and know how to use them for your physical and emotional health, for low tox living, and just really looking at the kind of option that our ancestors would have reached for first, then I would love to teach you. And I actually have a free workshop on creating your natural home apothecary available now. It's at jennyholbert.com forward slash essentials. You can get the link in the show notes, of course. And it's free. You have the choice to upgrade to get some essential oil samples to go with the workshop if you choose. But you're going to learn the truth about essential oil quality, sourcing, sustainability, and what to look for to ensure that you're using pure and potent essential oils that aren't a waste of your money. And then we'll look at 10 essential oils and blends that you can learn how to use safely, like when to dilute them, how much to use, how often to use them. And looking at the oils that we have in the workshop, you're going to get support with sleep, workout recovery, menstrual cycle support, digestive and immune support, skincare cleaning, things you can use for emotions, so many different options when it comes to owning your health and really taking the first steps to self-directed health care in your home. So I've been working with these plant extracts, these essential oils for over a decade now. And to me, they are part of living in sync with nature. So if you're ready to create your own home apothecary, then let's start with essential oils. You can sign up at jennyholbert.com forward slash essentials. And that is all, my friend. I would love to hear, though, what inspired you in this episode. And if you have anything to share with me about your morning routine this season, please leave a review on the podcast, wherever you're listening, or come comment on my last post on Instagram, at Jenny Holbert. And until we chat again, my friend, you know what to do. Go live your one wild life. <laughs>